Hi everyone, I'm Lee Savaliksik and this is the Artsbound Podcast, where I usually speak with performing arts professionals from across the industries to capture bits of wisdom, insight, and inspiration for students and young professionals interested in careers in music, theater, and dance. Today's episode is a bit different because I am speaking with Esther and Tom Van Dyke, who are the parents of a young performing arts professional. Their son Jasper Van Dyke is a young film composer and was actually my guest on this show in its third episode. Esther and Tom are here to talk about their own experience with the unique challenges and complexities experienced by parents whose children express an interest in going into the performing arts, which is seen by many to be either an unstable or very competitive job market. Here's my conversation with Esther and Tom. Esther and Tom, welcome to the Artsbound podcast. It's uh, really great seeing both of you. You have the the honor of being the first guests on the show uh, to come and speak as parents, as opposed to a professional artist, which is usually who we are are speaking with when we um, when we have these interviews. Yeah, thank awesome. you, Lee. I've been thinking about having a special episode like this for a while, especially for parents who don't have a background in the performing arts, either aren't active as artists themselves or, or, or especially not as professional artists. When their kid comes to them and says, hey, mom, dad, I, you know, I think I want to go in the music or, or theater or, or dance, that um, there can just be a lot of thoughts that go running through the parents' head, like, what does this mean for their finances? What does this mean for career success and longevity? And, and, um, and I've just been thinking about doing a, a, a special episode so that, that parents who are also kind of dealing with the whole process of looking at colleges and thinking about what does all of this mean kind of have something to refer to. Yeah, yeah perfect. Yes. When I thought about having this conversation, you were the first couple of parents that came to mind. Listeners of the show will know that your son, Jasper Van Dyke, has been on the show. Um, Someone who has had a pretty successful um, and fulfilling start to his uh, career as a a composer, as a film composer. And and the two of you... uh, not not professional artists, but um, but have always been really supportive of your kids, and uh, and of course I am kind of intimately connected with the the story that we're going to talk about today because I was I was Jasper's high school teacher when he was making these decisions, um, giving him piano lessons, composition lessons, and also to some degree giving some coaching to all of you on what his career could look like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, without <laughs> would not have. No, yeah, exactly. Happened. Without you, that would probably well, not have been. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think that we'll get into uh, like talking a little bit about your kind of backgrounds and and what that all meant. But I'm curious first. Do you do you have a recollection? Like, can you think back and remember the moment when did it become real to you? Of like, oh, Jasper is serious about going into music do you can you remember that and and what that was like yeah yeah so it was for me for me it was really interesting that he um he he had uh, piano lessons when he was really young as a kid he was like six years old uh, but he never really took it serious and maybe he was too young or we were not pushing him hard enough i guess 
So that really didn't uh, pan out. But then when he was like 12, 12, 13, he really started studying by himself. And Esther just teaching him chords and stuff. He was picking it up very fast. And we were kind of amazed how he was able on a young age to uh, to write his own stuff. And so we definitely knew I, we definitely knew that he might have a talent for music, uh, but we never thought he was actually going to do something with music until uh, later later in high school. That he's that after talking about his possible career paths. Is uh, well, what I really would like to do, and then and then it's really, really the discussion started here at the Van Dyke residence. What uh, what do you mean, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you, What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, he he was young, and I think he was young. Yeah. He he, uh, he was a a quiet person, yeah. even as yes. a little boy, and he liked to be. You know, he I think he preferred to be by himself or either in small groups, with nothing like in bigger groups or. So we knew that if anything that would fit his personality, it would be something that would be just him. I think that that was clear from the get-go. I wasn't sure what it was. We were talking about it the other day, and he was saying that he always dreamed of becoming like a guitar player, professional guitar I player. I never thought no. That was so interesting that he uh-huh. um, But yeah, when he was 11 or 12 years old, we have this piano that was really hardly touched at all. Beautiful Yamaha, a red yeah. piano that we received as a gift uh, from an old lady way back when in the Netherlands when we still lived there. And um, she knew that I played, you know, but nothing very, you know, impressive. And she says, because you always took me to church, I'm going to give you this piano. Give her a a ride to church. So that was the whole reason why there was a piano sitting in our house. And he just sat there and started fiddling around and wanted to have like just the basics of how do you, how do you create something? Yeah. And I think just like Tom said, with that very, you know, small amount of knowledge that he had about some chords, he just started to play. Like he, writing. I mean, I mean, a lot, a yeah, lot. Like every day he started just fiddling around. Yeah. yeah. And I could tell that whether he was happy or whether he was sad, the piano was the thing he would go to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, even though, um, I realized that both parents have to also be realistic and like, what does a child do and, and how is that feasible as, as far as a career? I knew that it was going to be something that was super important for him, whether I knew it was going to be a career for him or not, but I knew that piano was going to be an outlet, you know, music. Yeah, it's an out, yeah Jasper's a very emotional person, as you, as you know, and yes. he, <laughs> and he, uh, he always used the piano to, um, to express his emotions. Yeah. He's very sensitive. Yeah, his environment and to what's going on is in his head and his yeah. heart. So it, it's been a great way for him to just process, you know, emotions. Hmm. So we did know that. Yeah. Yeah. So I recall when he was so he graduated in two thousand fourteen, I think. Yeah. So this was seven, eight years ago that he was really kind of thinking about these decisions about what do I do after high school. And I remember that before he and I kind of started talking about it, that he was thinking about going into business. Is that, do you recall that? Yeah, we just spoke about it the last week because I remember, um, well, you mentioned today actually that he was interested in something in finance like accounting or business. And, and what I remember is that uh, that I dropped him off for a day of job shadowing as an engineer. 
So there was something he might be uh, was was kind of interested in, but then uh, not really, not really. So he definitely had some, uh, and and I think that's partially come from me. I, I'm a business guy with a technical background. Mm-hmm. So I know, okay, hey, if you want to make money in the future, maybe business, <laughs> business or engineering or finance or something like that. So I was definitely kind of pushing him, I think, to a certain direction. Mm-hmm. Um, like how, like how we grew up and our parents did really. Mm-hmm. I, my my dad was an engineer. Said, "Hey, do engineer." Thank you. So. I think there was a discussion. I think we've had it with every child. That yeah. What know, do you want to do? There's the practical aspect and there's the emotional aspect of it. Um, when a person thrives by creating something, yeah. and it's just good for their soul. Mom is gonna say, "Go after it." You know, it's good for you because it's, it's you know I'm I'm wired a little bit the way that he is or he's wired the way that I am. I understand him so it's it's important for you to do that so there was this necessary balance i feel like in how we talked about this like okay it's true you know if you want to be a provider maybe in the future for a family you have to have an income and i think you know it's the running joke a little bit that either you or him were saying like i can see myself or i can see you sitting in a subway in new york city and play your piano and hopefully be able to pay your rent for that month <laughs> that was before he started uh, yes. his career music and, and i it would almost make me angry because i'm like no that doesn't mean it doesn't have to be that way i'm sure that there's there's people that can be successful and i remember a conversation with one of the school counselors and, and i was just you know talking to her and, and, and asking for her opinion and she said listen there are people that are somebody's doing writing yeah. beautiful pieces of music for the movie industry for TV. Someone is doing this right now, yeah. so why not him? Yeah. And I'm like, thank you. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I thought I had to hear. No, it was it's interesting because Esther's really like follow your passion, follow your dreams, and I was always I think more the practical one. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that's cool, but you have to make money, <laughs> right? So right, yeah. So it was, I guess, a good combination. <laughs> and, I, and I think in talking with you, um, oh, that helped a lot. The really good thing and the practical thing was you mentioned Berkeley. If you could get into that school, because that would be a, a good fit for you, especially mm-hmm. you know with film scoring, um, that would be a sign that you're actually talented, really talented. Well, that was the other thing, right? We knew he was he was a good piano player. Um, or we thought he was, but we didn't know if he was really talented enough to become successful. And um, after we had that whole discussion, yeah, Dad, I don't really like engineering, or I don't really like finance or business. I, I really like playing the piano. <laughs> but and and he liked movies, so he said, "Okay, if you want to go into into music, wh- what do you like?" And he says, "What I really like is right." music for movies that was just his thing right so Mm -hmm. and then he spoke with you and you suggested uh, specific schools and and then we said okay well listen if you are talented enough and you will get in that school you'll get accepted then we will support you 100 percent and that's and that's really i think a little bit what we said okay if you want to do it and you're good enough you get accepted then we will support you yeah, because I think, Lee, you also mentioned, if I remember correctly, that um, the way that his gifting is uh, wired in his system is that he can he can think of music 
uh, and maybe not play it from you know yeah, the, side note, the notes side on in front of you, but he can think of something in his head. He can create a melody in his, in his head and actually play it, which is a gift. It's not something that you can practice for. It's just it, that's what you naturally have. It's an ability uh, to use. And he lacked the theory and the structure to really keep that going. There was so much in his in his head now with all the things that he was thinking of. So there had to be a practical part to it as well. And that's when, you know, uh, Uptown Music Collective came into play and yeah. we were helping him just to get the theory right and composition, like you said, and, and to, to make this effective for him. And I think that was a big Yeah, that uh, was a big help. help. Yeah, it was a big help. Um, and he, he could actually, I think he was learning to see that this is true. I have a talent and I, I should be okay to say it and not be... Um, too yeah. shy about it. Yeah, because that's in very, he's insecure. No, he's a very humble person, I think. He's a very humble person who would be um, shy to say, like, I have this gift. But people like you, and I think some other folks, would say, listen, you have you have that gift. It's, it's a talent. It's not something that everybody just can learn or practice for. I, and I do agree with that. I, I actually, I kind of remember... My moment, at, you know, as we're talking about this time in Jasper's life, that um, I, I told the story when he was on the show, too, that um, one time, t- kind of towards the end of his junior year, he and some friends were hanging out in the auditorium. They were maybe kind of hanging out in the seats. He was sitting at the piano just playing. And it was just this moment of intuition to me. And it was, you know, just this, uh, the, the message for me was the world needs to hear Jasper Van Dyke. That, that he has something to say through his music that that will really enrich he has a gift through which he can enrich the world and um, and so it's I, I I love what the two of you are sharing I, I've had so many people on the show say how important parent support is and how detrimental to a person's um, to that inner spark that they have, um, when when uh, when a parental you know either one or both parents kind of are are less supportive you know they come in and are are very passionate but can quickly have that sense of of doubt that kind of erodes away um, their sense of like yes I can do this and um, I guess I'm curious uh, you know Tom you said I uh, being like maybe the more practical one and a businessman yourself and. You know, you got to be sure that you can make money and support yourself, maybe support a family. Um, you you had that kind of that marker of, okay, if you can get in, we can support you and get behind you. Um, do you think that even after that moment, do you think that Jasper himself had any any kind of doubts or second thoughts about like, gosh, is this like, is this something that I can actually do? Um, I, I'm curious about like the dynamic, the dynamic between kind of where each of you kind of sat emotionally with his decision to go in the music and how you feel that might have impacted uh, the the kind of energy with which he went into it. Yeah, I think it really had to do with his audition, I think, uh, for Berkeley, because Berkeley was then the school he really wanted to get into. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, I think he was insecure because he said, I, 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 a lot of people were saying that he had a talent and that it was good, but I felt he had an insecurity, but I'm not sure if I'm good enough. I heard that a lot. I remember him comparing himself to a classmate that was a year older than him. And yeah, exactly. Right. So, 
So when he got, um, so I think for Berkeley, he had to send in some demos first. I think before get before getting the before getting the invitations for an audition. And I remember that was a very uh, stressful uh, couple of days for him to go there and and do that. Um, but when he heard, I think everything changed after he got through that uh, audition and got accepted. Because they have a very small acceptance uh, percentage, right? So I think then he, he, oh, wow, maybe I'm good enough, right? Or maybe yeah. I'm actually having a talent. And that was never really a discussion after the fact that he was, he was still, he still said, wow, there's a lot of really good people here. I heard that. I heard him say that a lot, but I think he felt very. That was the first that, big that was road a first walk out road of the way, walk, yeah. for sure. I think that later on in finding a job, I mean, this is skipping ahead, oh, but that's, I, yeah. there's always that comparison. You can compare yourself until you're dead. Like there's always someone that you can look to and say that person is better. So that just needs to go away at some point. And, and you should not look at that anymore. But I, I know that was the biggest hurdle. Yeah. That was a big hurdle. To yeah. write his own piece because he brought his own piece to audition with. Yeah. We were just, I mean, my heart was, I was so proud of him. I, I remember even if he would not have made it into the school, that was a huge, huge step for him, yeah. A, to have the courage to do that, and B, to expose yourself. You know, that's your heart. You, you, you put your heart right there on display and people are going to judge it. That would be intimidating. To me too, and he he did that, and it was a wonderful addition. And I just remember, okay, keep it together because I'm going to blow my eyes. Yeah, we were. <laughs> I was so proud of him. Like that was. I don't think he was, heard it right away, though. You heard no, it later. No, but even without me knowing yeah. he was accepted, it was a huge moment. You know. It was funny. It was funny because we spoke earlier about his uh, side reading no notes, right? And. Uh, and when he had to do that, uh, the, I think the people, uh, the, the jury or the people were, uh, they, yeah, the acceptance committee, they were saying, well, that's not your forte. <laughs> and, and, but that's okay, they said, but that's okay. Yeah. So that was funny. Yeah. That was one of the first things he mentioned when he was done with, uh, yeah. with yeah. the audition. Yeah. He struggled with that part. He struggled with uh, that, yeah. 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 Yeah, so another thing I'm curious about, because just who is in a young person's sphere can have a, a major impact on them. So I'm curious, like as a as a family growing up, did did the two of you um, or did Jasper have anybody really kind of beyond his music teachers that you knew that were that worked in the in the performing arts to some degree? Um, you know that might have shaped. You either your sense of like this is a real thing or his sense of this is a real thing. Yeah. No. No. So the the only ones are really teachers, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you. Um, I mean, um, Robert Lidecker. Because we were exposed to we the kids have always been very exposed to music. We would you know sing in a, in a band and he would do the sound. We took him to con We took him to concerts. So that yeah. we knew of people that would come over to our house all the time and jam on the piano. He would he would know people in our lives growing up. You know, as a little boy that 
were really really good in their yeah. in their skill you know yeah. musicians yeah. yeah yeah so he he was exposed to that and they are the people still that would comment you know on what he does in life yeah. not in the united states but yeah growing up there were people oh there were a lot of people but not professional but not professional no. but they're all good very good musicians yeah, uh, yeah. and uh Chris, yeah. i don't i don't think there's people that we know that are um well, that's the thing. That was the interesting, right? Because yeah. if we would have known successful musicians, that would have made it easier. Right. I right. think for me to say, oh yeah, look at look at him or her, right? Right. But, you know, teachers. I would not see Jasper in front no, of class of kids. No, Jasper's not a teacher. But that's that would not be his profession per yeah. se. So yeah, I think the teachers were the only people that we knew. Yeah. You know, that used music in their career. Yeah, exactly. And and that's not. That's not uh, uncommon, right? You know, I, I think a lot of people who are going into music will often choose music education because, um, you know, even if they might not, you know, don't think about being in front of the classroom as like being somewhere where they really want to be um, because those are the people they know. They see their, their mentors and their musical um, role models are their teachers. And so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, exactly. I, I hear that a lot. I'll be right back with the rest of my conversation with Esther and Tom, but I want to take a quick moment to share an opportunity with you. Most young performing artists and their parents understand how important it is to pursue a career that they feel called to, one that aligns with their values and with their passions, but they are often unsure about how to approach doing that. To help get you started, I'm offering a free webinar next week on the 10th of February to introduce high school musicians, theater artists, and dancers to the basics of the career design approach, helping them ask powerful questions to guide decisions that they'll make after graduation, and also to expose them to a wide range of career paths that exist within the performing arts. This program is highly interactive with lots of activities and back and forth between me and the participants. And those who attend will have the chance to ask personalized questions as well. To learn more, go to artsboundcareerdesign.com webinar. That's artsboundcareerdesign.com webinar. Now back to the interview. What advice or wisdom would you offer to, you know, we said you're seven or eight years down the road now, but to perhaps a parent of a teenager who's listening to this, whose kid is thinking about music or perhaps theater or dance, um, and they're in a similar position where they they don't have any family friends or or, you know, family members that are in the arts. And so they're just, they're kind of asking those questions like, what does this mean? You know, what are the, what are the chances of getting a job and being able to support yourself? Um, what would you, what would you throw out there? Mm, that's a really good question. Yeah. My thought is that um, I'm a firm believer in not having regrets, you know, in whatever you do in life to not regret. And I would really encourage parents to 
just stimulate, you know, their kids and go after it. You have to, you have to be able to look back and say, I, I tried it. I really gave it my hundred percent effort to um, give myself a chance to, you know, be exposed to something that I really want to do so that you don't have regrets. You know, if you, if you can talk to your child and say, I, I am in your corner you know, if you're going to go this route, I will be there to do whatever it takes with you. You know, we can talk about how long you want to try this or how many times you want to audition, all these practical things. But push yourself because you don't want to look back and say, mm, I wish I would have, you know, pursued it back then. Yeah. It also, I also think it has to do um, if if the kid, it really wants to do it or that it's something they think they want to do it. Because I, I think in another one of our other kids really thought, hey, I want to be a PA and go to school for a couple of years. And then, oh, no, that was not really what I wanted. Right. But then you're you're losing a couple of years and you spend a lot of money. And I think I think they need to they really need to be convinced if that's really, really what they want. Because I think a career in the music music industry is a very difficult career path. Mm. To, to, I mean, I mean, if you go to if you go to school for business or engineering or whatever, it's easy or reasonable, easy to find a job which is paying a decent amount of money. But uh, being successful in the music industry and to make a a, a, a living. Just by in, be in that uh, in that industry is pretty tough, right? It's it's tough. So you you need to be you need to be pretty motivated, motivated yeah. and convinced that that's really what you want. Yeah. And prep yourself a lot. Yeah. And, uh, and don't you think sometimes that parents might want this more than their? Kids? Yeah, that's another thing. Parents might. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So it, you, that's something that that parents and their kids have to figure out to sit down like. Who's really motivated to get this done? You know, or, or I'm thinking American Idols now. Oh, yeah. my daughter can sing like amazing, yeah. <laughs> and then it turns out it's not the greatest, right? Yeah. yeah. I think I think uh, Lee, it's also really has to do. What do you want to do? What do you want to do in the music industry? Because when we started investigating it, it's like amazing to me how many different <laughs> directions you can go. Right? Yes. Musical therapy, a teacher, film scoring, a sound design, editor, mixer, performance. I mean, there is like an enormous amount of, of, of choices, which I was never, you never really think about that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and some, some are a lot harder to find a, a job in than others. Mm-hmm. Right? So um, performance, for instance, what my feeling always is, it is very difficult to become very successful in being a performer, right? If you are just a, not just, that's the wrong word. If you're a singer and you want to make a living as a singer, that's hard, right? Uh, and I think Jasper made a right choice to do something where is definitely opportunity, uh, opportunity in. And uh, and we and we really stimulated that, I guess, mm-hmm. to, uh, hey, is that, is that something yeah. there's actually work to find? I mean, I think I mean, it remains a risk somehow. Because it's not cheap. I don't think that's that's the business <laughs> yeah. talking. But I think, I mean, as far as brain development, how do you know when you're 18, 19, 20 years old that that's what you're going to do the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. You know, I've always felt that's not fair. You know, to ask of kids when they have to make a decision for their future career, it's it's too soon sometimes to really know for sure. So that could be pressure so much as well. So 
that's the other thing I, I feel like I, I would want to, you know, just emphasize to, to also tell that child, we're going to support you no matter what, but also there's grace because if you end up not wanting or you're not able to do this on, on, on the long run or on the, you know, um, effectively, we'll still be here for you. Doesn't matter. Oh, There's yeah, something yeah. else for you. There yeah. will be something else for you. So there has to be, there also has to be a, back, a, a way, way out of, you know, attempting to get into that field because it's, it's, it, that's a hard thing to ask of kids that age, you know, to know exactly what you want. So I just, I think, you I mean, your gut needs to be involved and you got to listen to what's going yeah. on. And, and not get angry, right? And just motivate them. I think that we were really, doing that I, I think believe we're, so yeah I believe so we were supportive. well maybe Jasper will say differently but yeah, I I had the feeling that we were really supporting also the years in school which were tough in Boston and uh, with roommates and this and that and then you had tough teachers and music theory which sucked and I mean and then, the, and then you graduate and you think there's a job for you oh yeah. the job's going to be there right from the right job. away <laughs> well that was not the case no so yeah it's an ongoing journey but yeah we're super proud of him it is well, and and I can I can vouch that that he definitely accounts for both of you being very very supportive, um, and and he even said so in our in our ch- chat. Um, you both make excellent points about how difficult it can be to make this decision at this age, and, and I think especially you know in some cases we're talking about um, some systemic issues because. There's this expectation that we go right to college, which does have a major price tag on it, um, right out of school. Um, and and up until then, there isn't necessarily in at least you know in our systems a whole lot of vocational mentorship that is that is built into a child's education up you know up to the point until they're graduating. And um, so it is it is difficult, and that's. Um, Hopefully, a little bit of the the relief that um, that we're trying to offer through what we do with Artsbound. Yeah, I I like what you said, Esther, too, about the, you know, at least giving it a go. I I heard a great interview with Hugh Jackman, um, where uh, when he was starting his acting career, um, and he said, I actually don't even like the word career. I you know that I'm gonna. You know, if I was an entrepreneur starting a business, let's say a pizzeria, you know, I would I would want to give it five years before I say, like, okay, this is a failure or whatever. So he's like, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna give it five years and I'm gonna see what happens and then and then just kind of keep doing the same. Like, okay, here's the next turn in the road, the next part of the journey. I'll give it five years and see what happens. So um, yeah, I think that that's really. Uh, intuitive to say, you know, you've got to, you've got to give it a go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Anything else you'd want to, want to share or add? I think I, I, I do believe that for him now to realize that there's um, people like-minded mm. in life is really, is really important for him. And it, again, he's not someone that needs a bigger crowd or tons of people. But I believe that there's a handful of people that can affiliate to what he does um, because they either have their own gift in music um, and personality-wise, they hit it off. And those kinds of people, you know, peers in his own life besides his parents 
I think have played a key role in his development too. He he found somewhat of a a, a tribe. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I think that was crucial. I think with schools like these, even though there's challenges that are with any university or um, like Berkeley. Um, it's it's so awesome that you know even outside of our family, I think I believe that we're a tight knit. The way that the siblings interact with each other, his his sister mm-hmm. and him, they've always been super supportive and proud of their brother. As parents, we are, but I think it's so awesome to have his peers. You know, a handful of guys that are just and girls that are just talented themselves. They can steer each other up on and 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 motivate each other and and be there for one another and. That's been really, he has some really, really great people in his life. Yeah. Well, the Berkeley community is also really good for him, right? Because he has a lot of contacts with... Uh, they did help with that. They, they helped a lot because uh, how he got that job was also through a Berkeley Berkeley connection. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that has helped, uh, has helped a lot, uh, yeah. a lot as well. So, yeah. Yeah. No, he's. Uh, I know for sure he has no regrets. No, choosing this no, career path. That's no. that's for sure. He's very excited he's right thriving. now with his yeah you know, with his new uh, responsibilities. Yeah, and his job and so much to learn and to grow. I don't think you'll ever outgrow anything when it comes to music, you know, and development. So he was stressed to the max the first couple of months when he started working there because it was extremely high pressure and he thought that Berkeley was high pressure <laughs> but I think, <laughs> yeah. I think I think when he started working at uh, at bleeding fingers he uh, he started to realize wow <laughs> yeah. that that industry I think in particular it's not like a nine to five job right it's like totally different I yeah. mean yeah. a lot of stress projects need to be done by a certain time date um, many many night uh, nightly hours I mean Doing doing the 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 less rewarding jobs to start to, to start with, right? As as a as, I mean, it, it demands humility, and, and yeah. I think his personality he he is wired, I believe, in a way. You know, he knows that this was a big deal for him to have this opportunity. Um, He's very great. Parents that, that yeah. are are willing to 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 put in, you know, whatever it takes financially, um, what we can do at least. So there was that pressure, like I have to perform, I have to be able to, you know, to get a job. Um, and he learned, I believe, to work very hard, a, many yeah. hours in, to not complain, just go to work. It doesn't matter if it's fun, if it's challenging enough for you, you just go, go get her done, you know, yeah. and get your paycheck and make sure you can afford your rent. Learned a lot you know um from that hard experience it's yeah. important like it, it's not going to come naturally and easily you might have the greatest talented and you might be gifted like no one else maybe in your field even but you cannot escape hard work you'll have to get your no that's a really good point right i mean i i mean being on time and have an amazing work ethic and just work your butt off. I think that's extremely, maybe even more in the music industry to uh, to make it work. Because if you're like a half lazy and like, oh, I'm good enough, right? I mean, it's just not gonna work. And and don't be too uh, too prideful to take the lesser jobs to start with. Yeah. I mean, you have to you have to prove yourself. And these are these are people who are longer in the industry. Just yeah. show show them what you got and uh, yeah, perseverance, not, and, and just 
I mean, we, yeah, we heard a lot of stories from him over the last year in LA and it's been, it has been a tough year, but it has been, he's been rewarded. I mean, he's, he's mm -hmm. doing very well at the moment. So, yeah. 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 yeah, very interesting. It didn't come easy. <laughs> no, it didn't come easy. Yeah. The first six months that he didn't have a job, and he couldn't believe that he didn't have a job. <laughs> yeah, because I did Berkeley. I was possible that I didn't get a job no. yet. And this he was not, getting. This is not something that other moms would like to hear, but I would look look at him, you know, talk over Facetime, and he would look so skinny. Hmm. And say, Are you eating? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So even just look after yourself and have enough money you know, to provide, you know, and, and take care of yourself. So, yeah, there's been, there's tons of stories, but definitely it has not come easy. Yeah. This, was, this is dedication and perseverance yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, we're very proud of him. Well, thank you so much, both of you, for taking the time to, to come and talk. It's great seeing you and uh, pleasure to have you. Awesome. Perfect. Thank awesome. you, Lee. You were key. You know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> key player in this whole story. Thank you to Tom and Esther for their time and for everything that they shared. If you or your child is considering a career in the performing arts and would like to learn more about career design, visit artsboundcareerdesign.com. Chris Lidecker composes our music. I'm Lee Savalixic. Thanks for listening.